This is Alvin Sanders, Pop Tate, and you're listening to Riverdish. Hey, River Vixens, it's Ryan. And Sam, authors. Yeah, what a week it's been. What a week. You guys, thanks so much. We've so appreciated all the support from you guys. Uh, You know, I know we've been hitting you over the head with the information, but this week, Tuesday, our book, Riverdish, The Unauthorized Case Files of Riverdale, officially hit the shelves. Yeah, it was so, so exciting to finally have it available um, and if any of you are wondering if you can get it outside the U.S., just go on the Barnes & Noble link, and it'll tell you all the retailers available internationally that are selling it. And we hope everybody... Yeah, some of this... Yeah. Some of the sales dates, like, vary a little bit. Yes. Um, but, but it will reach you. It will get there. Uh, and we will get there if you, like, <laughs> want us in your country. If you want us there, we will be there. Yeah, because there's so much to get to in this episode. Oh, and what an episode it was. Yeah, Sam and I were just talking a little bit. It was such a pleasant, like, I loved the episode. Loved it. It was, you know. And it felt like a return to, like, the Riverdale episodes that I most loved. I 100% agree. We have, you know, all these storylines kind of, like, merging together but it gets darker and darker and in that Riverdale way like the people you thought might have been dead might not be dead and people are back and it's just so good yeah and I mean the farm went from creepy to just plain terrifying terrifying gotta say all my theories were wrong (laughs) yeah but I mean who would have guessed right oh my god only this show oh my god a farm farming human organs yeah quite literally a farm yes like oh my god like that was really good that was crazy and i loved the way betty found out about it yeah and still a little like it's still up in the air right as to why we're harvesting the organs besides selling them yes we know that it's a lucrative business yeah part of me at first was wondering, okay, so by mentioning this, we're kind of just talking about the whole episode, but let's just do it. Okay. Uh, Because Jughead found out that the Gargoyle King allegedly is Jason Blossom. Oh, oh my God. Jason Blossom's body is now missing from his grave. Okay. My head went, is he harvesting... Like, is the farm harvesting organs trying to bring Jason back? Oh, my God. And then the whole cast of Sabrina comes over from Greendale, and they're like, yes. <laughs> okay, listen, Brian, as yes. soon as Evelyn, who was not Evelyn, Evelyn. I'm so sorry, <laughs> Evelyn, that's not even who I'm talking about, <laughs> the other ginger, Ethel. Oh, my God, there's oh, two, yes. two gingers. That's wild. Okay, so oh, also. Well, I thought Ethel Ethel is like a cat in this show. I thought she's died like nine times. Oh, I know. Everyone's died nine times. That's just me, times. but <laughs> I know she's alive. I just keep forgetting that she's still alive. This whole show is actually a prequel for Cats, the live action musical film. I'm into it. This is their first live. Okay. Anyway, so when Ethel was in the bunker and Jughead found her down there and all the Boy Scouts were like, meh, meh, meh. When Ethel was down oh there, and he's like, why are you doing this? And she's like, it's for my king. And he's like, I thought you overcame him, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, 
but he's so beautiful. Okay. So when she said that, I instantly like, first of all, I thought of Chick, but then I was like, nobody else ever really saw Chick. And then I'm like, who else is beautiful? Okay. Yeah. Edgar. <laughs> but I swear to God, I did. Because remember the first season, they're like, Jason was a beautiful boy. They would always say that. So for a yeah. moment, I was like, no, it couldn't be. It couldn't be. Could it be? And now it might be. Yeah. Yeah. Or I thought like Chad Michael Murray in that moment. Oh, true. Because I was like, yeah, I'd follow him to the end of the year. I'd let him work all my organs, you know, turn me inside out. And Okay, so what are your thoughts on this Jason Blossom development? Um, I, I, I think, I, I like, I love it. I think it's fun. I'm just happy that Asher gets more screen time. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't quite understand the mechanics of it. Like, there will be a lot of explaining to do if he's actually alive. We know there's twins. That's why we have season four. Yes. And also, like, this is, like, even wilder. And who knows? But we know there's a lot of twins in the Blossom Cooper family. What if there are um, triplets? (laughs) Honestly, it could happen. It could happen. Never say never. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was obsessed with that Boy Scout troop. <laughs> <laughs> like, just chasing after Jughead. Oh, my God. And the little one, when Princess Ethel was like, he's the youngest one. And they went to the buzz to get him. And I was like, oh, my God, little boo-boo. <laughs> it was like a Wes Anderson movie. I know. What's that one? Moonrise Kingdom. There's something about Boy Scouts that's just, like, they're just so cute. <laughs> yeah. Were you ever in, like, brownies or Girl Scouts? No. No. Of course not. <laughs> You definitely no. were. Were or weren't? Were. No. <laughs> I, I, you give me the vibe that you would be a Boy Scout. Oh my God, no. And that's not just because you're gay. <laughs> well, they don't allow gays. Or they did it when I was young. I think times are changing now. So maybe you can go back in time. <laughs> if I could turn back time. Shout out to he our sponsor. mentioned Share at least once. <laughs> Sponsor the share show hashtag ad. <laughs> anyway, um, so we have the farm realization. We have the gargoyle king, and the other storyline we're back on is Archie and Veronica and Hiram. Oh, we had one of my favorite lines ever. Archie saying to Veronica after finding out he's trying to buy the whole town of Riverdale, simply goes, "Your dad sucks." <laughs> I didn't even catch that one. Oh yeah, it was good. And, you know, it was interesting, like, this storyline any other week would have been the main one and would have been most interesting. Somehow, Mm -hmm. like, your girlfriend's dad pulverizing you to submission for buying the whole town where for, like, a drug trade in prison seems like the most normal thing ever. Yes. I was like, oh, yeah, whatever. Now we have the farm. This one's kind of boring. Yeah, right? I mean, listen, we have, like, Chad Michael Murray brainwashing everybody in the farm from hypnotism. I got hypnotized last fall. Let's not talk about it. But um, they hypnotize everybody and pretty much tell them that something is wrong with them. It's like kind of like Munchausen's, right? Like sharp objects found shaking. And like they told Betty at least she had a serial killer gene, which I think I have too, but that's aside from the point. <laughs> you absolutely do. Isn't it weird to you, Ryan, that like, I think the two people drinking the Kool-Aid most in the farm are Kevin and Fangs. 
It does seem that way. Yeah, because even Cheryl now, like, realizes, I mean, granted, Betty showed her a freezed human heart, but, yeah, you know, after Cheryl tells Tony, like, they're both on their way out, but Betty bursts yeah. into Kevin's room, and first of all, he's playing hacky sack, so that's <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, like, the they- Conversion therapy's yeah. definitely working there. Yes. Oh, my God. But it's God. like the Leia Salonga human heart tour found shaking. <laughs> that is so, so true. It was, was nice to see Cheryl break out. Oh, thank God. Wait, okay, but also I wanted to talk to you. So if Jason is actually the Gargoyle King, how does that mm-hmm. relate to the farm? And it, why is Cheryl seeing Jason in relation to the farm? You know, what's happening? Yeah, well, we don't know yet, right? We don't know yet. Like, what is, is Jason like, a mastermind? Like, I don't, like, oh, I'm so curious to see what's going to happen. Or does he relate to the farm at all? You I, would, I would think so, but. I would think so too. I, I, I do think it's all going to tie together in the end. And I, you know, I still dream that Nana Rose is responsible for it all, but that theory is now kind of going down the tube. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we do have the Black Hood back, though, this episode, and a scary bus bus hunt. Yes, and it makes us think that last episode, that was real? Yeah, so that was our theory last episode, but we did open, and Jughead's narration said, like, it was the most deadly night since Carrie, right? Carrie! <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I get so he was there, that was really him? Yeah. And he, he's really out there, I guess. He's really out there. And also, oh my God, I'm a little all over the place, but Polly is being shady. Polly's in the shadows, you know, pretending that she's Betty. Like, it's just. Oh, oh, I missed that. Yes. That was Polly? That was Polly because Betty puts an earplug so she doesn't hear, you know, um, Chad Michael Murray hypnotizing her. And then. Oh, I, God, I totally missed that. I, I like I saw the earplugs, but I thought she still saw another version of herself. It was herself, but then out of the shadows came Polly. Oh, okay. And you can kind of tell because Polly goes, "Oh, I heard that your dark self told you when you pushed me down the stairs." <laughs> yeah. So I listen. There's a lot of shady business going about. I want to look up how much you know people will get for organ donation, like you know, or organ stealing. I could use the money. <laughs> I don't know about stealing, but I think donation. Well, I already am an organ donor, but I'm going to live forever. So I got to do something. Yeah, I'm an organ donor too. <laughs> I felt like that, you know, at that point, I don't need them. I, I don't know. I don't know who's going to want No one's going to want ours. Let's be real. <laughs> no, no. Don't be like, oh. <laughs> anyway, so back to Hiram and the Lodges. Yeah, so I, that launched one of my favorite lines because we had, well, we'll give you the backstory. You know, you watched the episode. But essentially, Hiram's t- looking to buy the whole town, which we've kind of had an idea that he'd be looking to do for a while mm-hmm. now. Uh, and Veronica wants to stop him. So she realizes, she goes, okay, I was upset, obviously, that he was lying to me and that he actually owns La Bonne Nuit in the wrestling ring. But that means that anything illegal that happens there is technically under his jurisdiction. Okay, lawyer Bloomquist. Yeah, look, look at, at that. that. So she she basically sets him up. She sets him up. 
One of my favorite lines of the whole episode is, again, they were in the steam room, which let's keep going back. Uh, and Hiram stands up and he's like in Archie's face and he goes, there's nothing soft about me. And I said, honey, me too. <laughs> I mean, that, they, he had a group of guys in the sauna this time. He's shirtless, cut, has a group of guys in the sauna, and he literally looks at Archie going, there's nothing soft about me. It was perfect. It was perfect. And that's why we're back in. <laughs> I was a little, like, again, it, it worked for the show. I enjoyed the fight aspect of it, actually, this episode. But, like, couldn't you have distracted him a different way than a, a, a fight? I think Archie has a one-track mind, and he only can focus on what he's good at, like, one at a time. So right now he's like, okay, I'm good at boxing. Like, let's focus on that. You know? Yeah. I know people like that. Yeah. Like when I get good at cooking like one thing, like it's currently Annie's mac and cheese, I'll cook that for a full month and a half and then I'll move on. <laughs> and you're like, I'm a chef. Yeah, you see me make it. I'm a chef. So I get it. I get it. And listen, if I was Hiram, I would try to kill Archie too. He's sick of him. He Archie's the one thing getting in the way of all his plans. He's annoyed, you know? He's a yeah. mob and he's annoyed by him. So, you know... He kind of bamboozles Veronica a little bit because he's in the bet, but he doesn't know she's bamboozling him. But of course, Hiram's taking the bet to another level where he's like, I'm going to kill Archie. Yeah. But Archie ultimately kind of wins, right? Yes. And uh, uh, we got, Oh, wait, we, we didn't even talk about how iconic that song was. Uh, his daddy lessons over the whole night. Mama warned me about men like you. It was so good. I was kind of surprised that they could afford the rights. Yeah. Like, I don't, well, I'm I'm shocked that Beyonce's camp allowed that. Yeah, I agree. That was crazy. I mean, listen, the show's doing really well. <laughs> Numbers are up. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I guess. No, but the but cover was perfectly. Really yeah, no, it's one of my favorite things about Riverdale. These iconic covers in La Bonne over these like fight, like dark sequences. <laughs> I'm obsessed with that. And of course, the FBI tears in. They said there's underage drinking. Wait, um, can I? Okay. Stop, pause, listen. Uh-huh. I cannot believe, okay, it's taken us three seasons of cahoots in this town to get the FBI to even blink. Yeah, finally they're paying attention. Yeah, and also Sheriff Keller is MIA. <laughs> yeah. So now the FBI has been called. It's about time. Yeah, and it's Noah Special Agent Adams. Ugh, he's busy in Tootsie. <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> uh, so they, they tear into the boxing ring. They said, Hiram Lodge, you're under arrest. I, I don't think he's going to be in jail for too long. Oh, absolutely not. There's nothing soft about him. Jail, steam room, nowhere. Yeah. And afterward, you even see him kind of like tear apart. The, I don't think he's going to rip apart the jail cell, but it, I was like, oh, okay. They're giving us the sign that like a higher mod doesn't go down fight without a fight. No, absolutely not. He knows what he's doing. Anyway, so we end the episode back at the farm. And as we said, Betty gets Cheryl and Tony to try to break out. Tony's about to go under for her surgery. 
and we get this escape. Yeah. The escape from his mom. Thankfully, Cheryl stops the surgery from going on, but then she lets mm-hmm. Tony run off without her. She said, you know, someone was going to have to distract the people in white. So Cheryl kind of like takes the, takes the fall. I, you know what? Cheryl is the HBIC, but her love for Tony is so beautiful. Yeah. It's very sweet to watch. We would do anything for her. And I also think Tony is a good choice to let go. Like Tony will get stuff done. And then, then uh, Betty's in the chair and then she gets put under anesthesia. Yeah, this is getting so, so dark, and I'm obsessed with it. I love when the show goes there, and it's there. I mean, also, he's starting to give her a lobotomy. Yeah. Those tools are there. The nurse is ready, and, like, this is this is sick. This is sick and twisted, and, like, bring it oh, on. I love it. Now, we should also just mention uh, that... Uh, Archie and Veronica oh, yes, How are clearly they're they're working together again. It is clear that Archie has feelings for her again. Yeah, even Mary. Uh, and I loved it. Sorry. Even Mary notes it too. She says, You guys are endgame. What's going on? Yeah, I, I kind of loved the um I, I loved the use of endgame I from know. her. Because, like, that's such not a thing a parent would say, no. but it was, like, kind of perfect. <laughs> uh, and then, but Archie walks back in to celebrate, and who's there but Reggie? Yeah. So now we got a little bit of a love triangle. We could tell that Veronica, she admitted she chose Reggie for now. But you see her looking kind of forlornly out the door at Archie leaving. Yeah. Her words were so carefully chosen. Yeah. I mean, by the writers, obviously. But he was like, do you feel that way? And Veronica says, like, that is something I said. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. It's smart, you yeah. know, because I think in the moment people can feel one way and say something, but, you know, sometimes they don't say what you mean. Um, and we know, like, you know, she she loves Archie, but right now I think the best thing she thinks for the both of them is for her to be with Reggie, who she likes, but doesn't yeah. love. Yeah, we, we shall see if if next week's the season finale. So, like, hopefully hopefully a lot of stuff will go down. I think a lot's going to go down. We have, yeah, we have a lot to tie up. Yeah, we have dead people alive. We have serial killers back. Lobotomy. Oh, my God, we didn't even talk about Dr. Curdle oh. with talking about uh, Hal cutting off his hands. <laughs> because it's another iconic moment. Yes, he's like, well... This looks to be self-afflicted. And there are five bones in the human wrist. <laughs> Good to know. I didn't know that. I thought there was one big bone. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's definitely false, but... Obsessed with Dr. Curdle. I hope, like, ugh, I want him to, like, be here forever. I want him to, like, go to Greendale and also be in that world. I really... He's one of my favorite characters this season. Yeah, so can we have a spinoff? Can we? Oh my God, Cardinal's Corner! <laughs> I'd watch. I'd watch. Well, that was this week's episode. Uh, we're gonna be coming at you next week. Obviously, again, we apologize for uh, these kind of shorter, just us episodes. It's only family. Yeah, uh, we but- have next week, and then um, we might have some special episodes during the break. Um, I told you guys we got Sabrina Part Two one coming, and you stay tuned. Yeah, again, look out for the book. Everywhere books are sold. Riverdale, the unauthorized case files of Riverdale. Speaking of, 
Uh, we had a contest on Instagram this week. Uh, we're sorry if you missed it. I'm sure we'll have more in the future. Uh, oh, yeah. But we were going to give away a signed copy of the book to one lucky person. Uh, we had a bunch of people entered. We entered y'all in an online uh, random generator. And we have a winner. Sam, want to do the honors? I would love to do the honors. So the winner of a signed copy of our book is Talia Larson. Her handle is Talia underscore Larson. Yes. On her handle, it says she's a black belt. You're a black belt? That's absolutely insane. Yeah, she could probably defeat Hiram. Oh my God. And she's a soccer player and she wants to make the world a better place. So (laughs) can't relate, but (laughs) we love you. No. Yeah. And we hope you enjoyed the book. We hope you enjoy the book. We hope you all enjoy the book. Yes. And enjoy your weeks. We'll see you next week for the season finale. Bye River Vixen. River Vixen.